Hello, welcome to another episode of Get Up Time Podcast. I am so excited because this is our first interview with my dear friend, Felicia, or C, as she also goes by. So hi, Felicia. What's up, Ginger? How are you today? Girl, counting my blessings. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So for... Anybody who's listening right now, background, this interview has been... (laughs) Okay, so how many weeks have we been trying to do this for? Oh, man. I don't know, but you know, timing is everything. So we're we're doing it now. I'm thankful. (laughs) Yes. And then get this, guys. Like, we recorded a whole episode. Like, it was great. And then it didn't save. (laughs) Not at all. But, you know, we bounce back and we get back at it. (laughs) Yes, just getting it done. And hopefully I don't say anything too crazy because I am working this weekend. So I work last night. I'm kind of tired right now, even though it's like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. But whatever. So we're just going to keep it real. (laughs) Love it. So Felicia, would you like to tell the listeners about yourself? Sure. Okay. So as Ginger just said, my name is Felicia. I go by Fee. Um, I would say some of the things I love to do is being in the physical therapy profession, but not as a physical therapist. I am super honored that I have a consulting marketing business where I market for physical therapy, private practice owners, Um, me and an assistant. We do that together. And I also mentor physical therapy students. Um, while I was a student, I was able to do things like speak at conferences, attend conferences for free, and even got two jobs locked down. So I was able to be a student. Now I'm kind of like a teacher and mentor to physical therapy students. And I love volunteering with my youth ministry. So I volunteer with the middle and high school students, but that's it. There's more, but you know, <laughs> there's always more. And you are from the great state of Texas, right? Yes, H town, yes. where it go down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. That's so awesome. And I just remembered there's some things I wanted to say going, not going forward, um, <laughs> about these little interviews. So I loved how you said that you got the opportunity to speak at conferences and um, just the opportunity to speak and I want to just, since it's the first interview, I want to say something so people kind of know where I'm coming from. Um, so with these interviews, like you are the first of hopefully many, and I'm just super excited about that. Um, we definitely have some awesome people lined up, but it was really important for me to have interviews on my podcast because yeah, like I can do great things on my own and I can ha- I can tell my own story. But in the same way that my story has power, someone else's story has power too. And so, you know, like there's something that you might say that somebody else might relate to that like I, physical therapy, like I have no background in that. Like, (laughs) you know, like there's so many experiences that you may have that I don't have or vice versa. And I think that is the beauty of like coming together and doing this. So that is one of the reasons why I'm, it's important to me to do these interviews and I'm so excited about them. Because we get some fresh perspective and some energy, like, especially on this first episode. Um, when I told people that I was going to be doing an interview with you, they were like, oh, my goodness. Like, all the energy that is about to be up on that podcast. <laughs> and thank God, because I definitely need it right now. But, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I'm super excited. Uh, I'll also continue to be transparent here. So on the first and original 
top secret, never been released. <laughs> into you that we did. Just hey. you guys, it just, it just did get recorded. I <laughs> love that build up. Ooh, secret, top secret. Yes. Release it was time to so, think. so good that it didn't even get out, you know? Mm. Yeah. I'd keep it under wraps. <laughs> but that one was definitely more structured in how I planned to do my interviews. But when that recording didn't save, I kind of knew that there was a reason for it. But on the last episode, well, not the last episode, because it's not really an episode, but <laughs> on our first interview, um, I had, like, questions, and it was definitely more, like, Q&A, back and forth, but um, on this one, I wanted to be a little bit more, like, casual, and this is why I know everything happens for a reason, because yeah. I kind of totally shifted the direction of this um, interview, but... Two things that I wanted to keep the same was two of the questions that I had asked. So the first one had to do with fear, because I know that that's something that we all deal with in one way or another at some point in our lives, or maybe even right now. I don't know. And I think it's so important to just conquer your fears and overcome them and not let that hold you back because fear just creates like limits. So anyways, my question for you is, what is a fear that you have had or currently have and that you are overcoming or have already overcame? Ooh, that's a good one. I would say, and I don't even know if I said this in the last interview. Maybe I did. Mm-hmm. Um, just a fear of failing. And it's interesting because I think I do things to make excuses for why I fail, but just the fear of failing. I am one to procrastinate for an exam or a test literally like the night or two nights before. Number one, because there's most likely things going on that, you know, I'm busy with. But I think I did that because I was like, well, if I fail, it's because I barely studied. Um, <laughs> versus me just owning up and being like, yo, I did not absorb the information or whatever it was. But I would say I am on a journey of Yes, I'm still fearing, but I am fearing less. I'm not fearless, but I am fearing less. And it's something that one of my uh, mentors, Dr. Lisa Holland, uh, she made a comment about, you know, let's fear less. Let's have a fearless Friday. Tell us what your fears are. She's like, we could still fear, but let's just have a little less fear and still act on things. So um, I still get fearful of failing, but... I don't let that hold me back from doing certain things. Cause just like you said, Ginger, as you interview people, um, it allows other people to receive something and learn. Same thing with me trying something new um, by me, trying something new, failing, trying something again, and me sharing my testimony and journey with someone else, they can be able to be a little bit more. They're able to fear less and try to act on what's in their heart to do. So, um, yeah, I'm conquering that. I'm learning to fear less more and more each day and just going at it and going for different things in life. I really love that because so many people can relate to that, including myself. And it's so funny because I'm definitely the type of people like, ah, like I'm fearless, like superwoman, like nothing can hold me back. But I really love what you said about I'm not fearless, I'm fearing less mm-hmm. because that's real. Like this whole, oh, I'm fearless. Like, okay, stop playing. You definitely have some fears. <laughs> but when you say like, I am fearing less, um, that's just real. Like that's honest. That's literally what it is. And it's in the present tense. So it's like an active thing. Like every day I'm fearing less. 
Absolutely. So I really love that. And one of my favorite quotes is, um, I always feel like I'm going to butcher it, but it's Nelson Mandela, I believe. And it's, I never lose, I win or learn. So I don't know, that always helps me. And to, instead of thinking about winning or losing, it's winning or learning. And when you say it like that, it takes a lot out of, a lot of like a fear <laughs> out of whatever it is that you are trying to accomplish. Cause you know, it's either going to go the right way or you're going to learn. And mm. like that wisdom and learning is priceless. So that is awesome. That is powerful. Um, that is powerful. Definitely. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you for like bringing, oh my gosh, like I wouldn't even be having this conversation without you. So <laughs> I cannot wait to put that on the show notes. I am not fearless. I am fearing less. I love that. That's what I'm about to make a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So question number two was, okay. So if you don't know, um, get up 10 podcast is named after the song, get up 10 by Cardi B. And it really just has to do with this kind of grit and resilience that you approach life with. And, so um in the song which eventually in the near future i do hope to finally add to the intro but um yeah like in the song she says knock me down nine times but i get up ten and i really believe like that's how you have to come at life like no matter how many times you fall you know get back up um wow i just thought of another quote but i can't even think of the word but oh my gosh it was just so powerful maybe et said it eric thomas I think I was thinking about, like, if you fall, like, fall on your back, because if you can look up, then you can get up. Yes, that's it. Good thing we both listen to E.T. That's exactly it. Right? (laughs) I really love that. Oh, my gosh. So powerful. But, yeah, so how has life knocked you down, and how have you gotten back up? Oh, man, that's good. Um, number one, big ups to Cardi B for that. I like that. Like, I'm about to put myself on blast. I, I have not heard the song or the album yet, but I remember you said it's like sh- you fall nine times and get up ten. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember I said this before, but I still remember. But she has like a mama, a grandpa, somebody who took it to church because that's scripture, not the nine to ten, but the seven. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> a proverbs for those the righteous fall seven times, they rise up again. <laughs> so um, I love that. But yeah, so back to what you said <laughs> about what is something that I maybe failed failed at or. Is that right? Let me make sure. Look, I'm being crazy and then I come back. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. Like something that has knocked you down. Yeah. Let me see. I would say something that has knocked me down. Ooh, we go through so many trials and tribulations. Like, which one do I pick? I would say (laughs) applying to physical therapy school. So I applied to physical therapy school. Um... And I had my master's. So I applied to physical therapy school, which is a doctorate program. And I applied to like five or six schools and I did not get into any of them. I was like, are you serious? Like I have my master's, I volunteered, I got my, you know, hours, amazing letters, recommendations, like what's going on. So um, I talked to the admissions council of those schools and um, they're like, well, just apply again. And um, one school actually reached out to me and they said, for me to retake some courses, some courses. So I did that. I went to a community college and um, I retook those courses. And I wasn't even at a point where like, I have my master's. Why do I have to go to community college? 
yo, I love community college because of the price. But um, <laughs> I mean, I took those courses, retook them, volunteered some more. And then I applied and I got into the program. And I was so thankful. And I was actually with some of my students when we did a, a spring break community service, or it was like a summer trip. And um, I got the call from the school that I got in. And it was funny because we were doing an arts and craft project. And my phone rang, but I, I like ignored it, rang again, ignored it. I was like, okay, bill collectors. <laughs> and um, one of my students was like, Miss Felicia, I'm just going to pick up your phone. I was like, okay, fine. And I'm like crafting something and she picks up my phone and she's like, Miss Felicia's phone. And then she looked at me like, Miss Felicia, I think it's important. I remember you were talking about school. <laughs> I was like, okay. And then I stepped outside to take the call and my students were like I'm not too sure what it's for but let's start praying these kids are so cool but um I got into physical therapy school and I was so thankful because I just thought about how long number one it took me to get into PT school because most of the time people get into PT school right after undergraduate school and then they um transition straight into it but I was like I have classes to take I have to get my master's to make my resume look better and then I still didn't even get in so um that was an area for me. And that was just one. That was just one little area. And through that time, um, when I was getting my master's, the last semester, my father actually passed away. He was battling cancer. And um, I almost didn't want to finish. I almost did not want to finish school just because of emotionally draining. Um, and also because it was like a school that he... He went there for a little bit. He walked the halls. Like me and him were walking the halls once. And he was like, oh... This hallway is named after the president when I was here back in 1970. And I was like, okay, daddy, really? He's like, no, 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 I'm for real. I was like, oh, that's cool. So me walking through those halls, thinking about the conversation that I had with my dad, um, it was hard. I mean, not to make mine heavier than someone else, but to, to be walking the halls that you and your dad walked together, him making jokes about how the, the hallway is named after somebody that was the president during his time. It was hard. It was heavy. And I was like, do I even want to still go to class? But um, me just thinking about that moment where it was hard emotionally for, for me to continue to go to school, but thinking of how much he valued education, even to the point where he didn't finish school, but he was, he was like, I want to go back. Yeah, I'm 50 or 60, but I'm still going to go back to school. Um, so that was one area where I kept on going to pursue that degree, even though it was tough. I mean, I renavigated to that, but yeah, that, that was one pivotal area in my life as well. Wow. I did not know that about you, but that's, I feel like that's kind of special because it's so interesting how like God will put you in a place and you have no idea the significance it will have in your life later. Yeah. It's almost like that was definitely the place that you were meant to be. And shout out to you for pushing through and getting it done because Oh, loss is not easy for sure. So that was definitely a perfect answer. And you're awesome. <laughs> God's grace. God's grace. Thank you. Yes. Um, I love how you always talk about school because not always. <laughs> you definitely don't always talk about school. <laughs> but <laughs> I love how it has come up um, in our discussions recently. And... Um, I definitely hope that it could help somebody out there who is maybe in grad school or like thinking about it or whatever. Um, yeah, because your girl definitely is not. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> from undergrad. But last time we spoke, I know you spoke about failing a class. I don't want to throw your business out there, but, you know, 
if you could touch on that again, Absolutely. I would definitely appreciate that. Oh, I don't mind at all. It's not, hey, the, the business that I, I share with others, it can be a testimony for other people. But yes, when I failed that class, um, like, I was like, it was just, I was just like, really? I put in all this effort. I gave up sleep. Um, <laughs> but if I can be honest with myself, I really wasn't fully giving it my all, but still I failed. And I was like, okay, number one, this is grad school. So it's expensive when you fail a course. It's not like going to undergrad or at a community college. Um, the price is much different. It's much higher. So yes, I was taking out loans and it, it's, it's going to be more that I pay back for something that I failed. So um, when I took the class over again the second time, at first I was a little bit upset with myself. I was like, okay, I have to retake it. I have to retake it with another class because it puts you in a different cohort. But I was like, you know what? All right, let me just do what I got to do. Let me knock out this course and pass it. And um, I did. And it, and it was just it was just a journey for me. So I was like, Felicia, what did you do the first time that gave you the result of failing? All right. You got that. Now, what can you do this second time around to dodge whatever it is that you did or did not do that you that made you fail that class? Um, so it, it was just a wake up call. I was like, Felicia, if you're serious about school, if this is your passion of what you want to do, you got to make a change and make it happen and um, stay focused in school. So I would say I was very thankful for that because during that time, I was also taking a marketing course in physical therapy and it just enlightened my perspective to... Um, physical therapy beyond treating patients. So it, it, that began to evolve. A whole lot of other things came from that. So I'm, I'm actually thankful for failing. <laughs> like I said, I'm fearful of it, but I'm thankful I failed because it made me appreciate certain things within physical therapy more and even re-navigated me to, to have a desire for something else within physical therapy that's marketing. So I'm very thankful for that. I wasn't in the moment, but I was thankful after a while. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. And I love how... Um, you self-assessed and like brought it back and just kept it real with yourself. Like, okay, like what did I do here? Instead of like, man, these teachers, they just, they don't want to see me win. Like, no, like I love how you hold your, held yourself accountable and um, yeah, like self-awareness and self-assessment, super important. But last time we spoke about this, I remember you talking about how part of um, the blow or being knocked down, we could say, use proper get up and terminology <laughs> was how like you saw yourself as like this like this doctorate student and physical therapy and like this was part of like your how you like labeled yourself or your identity and I, I wanted to talk about that because I feel like identity is such an important issue mm. and um yeah let's talk about it <laughs> absolutely absolutely and just a comment when you said self-assess that has been like the word and mantra one of my mantras for the year look i always hear cj on the podcast that we listen to called secret to success um <laughs> with eric thomas cj and carl but um he always talks about the ability to self-assess that's been one i've been more intentional about this year but um yes okay so with my identity oh you got good memory so <laughs> <laughs> And I'm glad you even made that comment previously when I, when you stated I talk about school a lot, but I have been in school just about all my life, probably all my life except for three years. Cause I even started school early cause my mom was like, one older kids in school, this one needs to go in school. So I started school like at age two or one and a half. I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> like I gave her school. My mom put me in head start. She's like, she's going to learn something early. I love it. 
But um, I mean, when I got when I graduated with my bachelor's, I transitioned to getting my master's literally from December. Yay. Merry Christmas. Graduation. Started my master's in January at the Texas Southern University, one of the most amazing HBCUs. Uh, <laughs> but um, I, after I had my master's, I, I think I had like maybe a two year break and then I went into my doctorate program. But during that two-year break, I was still taking classes at HCC. So um, I've always been a student for so long. And I think that was what my identity was. And if I could be real, real, I think I even like held that on a pedestal. Like, oh, I'm Felicia. I have my master's. Oh, I'm Felicia. I'm working on my doctorate of physical therapy. Like that was my main identity. And um, I don't know why I held on to it. I know my mother and my father, they value education strongly. Um, my parents, they, they immigrated from Nigeria to America and had my sister and I, and they always instilled the value of education, especially in this country where, you know, depending on your preference, but you could go to a public school and not have to pay for it or charter school, receive scholarships. It's much different in other countries, um, besides the U S. Um, so education was a big, big thing that my parents instilled in us at a very young age, hence me being in Head Start at age two. <laughs> but, um, transitioning to me becoming a young adult with my master's and me labeling myself, oh, I'm Felicia, the doctorate student. Um, if I could be honest, I was seriously feeling myself. Excuse the term, but like I was holding myself up to a high esteem status of Felicia, that's my name, and my label is doctor physical therapy student. And um, when I failed that class to take it back, I'm like, yo, am I still Felicia, the doctor physical therapy student that also fails a class? Um, is that what I'm going to add on to my label? But um, as I was able to see other skill sets, talents, and gifts that people noticed within me, I was able to not just identify myself with me being a student, but identify myself with different skill sets and things that I do. Um, me volunteering, being a servant at my church. I was like, oh, okay, that's another label I can rock with. Um, me doing marketing for physical therapy, private, private practice owners. I was like, okay, that's another label. Me mentoring physical therapy students while I was in school, like helping them get a promotion and a raise. I helped this one physical therapy student get a raise in her job. I was like, okay, so I'm like a, I like mentor physical therapy students to negotiate, you know, how, how much their income is going to be. I could do that. But um, once I realized that, I realized, you know what? My identity is in serving others. It's not just as one box in category of being a physical therapist. Um, not, to, not to discredit that because physical therapy is a phenomenal, phenomenal profession that I, I, I'm still a part of. But I see myself serving in a greater magnitude to help others, to guide others, especially students, and um, serving the profession. So it, it was interesting because... And it, I would say it happened this whole past year. I mean, we're recording this now, December in 2018. In January, I turned 30. Hey, Club 30. But um, <laughs> I'm not there yet. <laughs> hey, it's good. Take your time. I'm going to with you, though. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been an interesting journey in this past year, literally from me identifying myself as a PT student to a small business owner to a mentor to um, a small business owner with a with a, an assistant. Like, it's been an interesting journey. So... Through that identity, I think my core foundation is I'm a servant. I'm a child of God. I'm here to serve with my gifts and my skill sets. So, um, yeah, that is my answer in a very long-winded approach. <laughs> Amen. And yes. So I love how your focus went from like, I am, like, look at me, to like, look at all the stuff that I do for other people. And 
I think that's when you're really winning in life is mm-hmm. like when you're serving others and like helping others out. I feel like, I mean, definitely like take care of yourself and love yourself, yeah. but you cannot go wrong like helping other people be their best self for real. And um, also, I just feel like the all these labels that like we put on ourselves, society puts on ourselves, our parents put ourselves, et cetera, like however they may get there, um, they could be kind of like dangerous because like you said, like you'll have yourself thinking like, I am this, like this is it right here, whatever it may be. And then life happens. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden you're, you're questioning that label and you're having like this whole identity crisis over like a label. And um, that's why I think it's just so important to know like who you really are and things that you could really be for life. Like you can, <laughs> I mean, you could be a student for the rest of your life if you want to. I don't, I don't know if you're trying to do that, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if you yeah. want to be like the doctoral, I don't know. I don't even know how to say it properly. Like the doctoral student for the rest of your life. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't think that's what you want to do, but like mentor and servant, like those are things that you could definitely rock with. Like rare. So the day you die for real, for real. So Absolutely. I love it. And I'll always be like a lifelong learner, but maybe not within the constraints of being within a school or program like that. But I mean, like us, like we're, we're fortunate that we're in a mentor group, a business accountability group where we're learning from others. So in that aspect, yes, but not within the <laughs> four walls of always being in some type of school or institution. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Lifelong learners, for sure. That is definitely the way to go because... I don't know. I feel like learning is attached to growth. And yeah. they say, like, if you're not growing, you're dying. So, I mean, we're all kind of dying anyways, but <laughs> I'm not trying to, like, accelerate that, you know? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to make the most of my life while I'm here. Like, here we go. for real. But, yeah. Back to the whole label thing. I just realized, like, when it comes to labels and how you identify yourself, I kind of feel like if it's something that you cannot say for, like, the rest of your life, to a degree, like, you should be careful of how much value you place in it, you know? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I don't know. Like, life just... Oh, my gosh. Life is full of, like, seasons and chapters. Yeah. Absolutely. And those seasons change. I mean, there's seasons mm-hmm. of like somebody was saying, oh, the snow's coming in. So, you know, that means it's going to clear out all the, all the, all the grass or whatever, but it's going to be real green grass or whatever it is. Um, we just have different seasons of life. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I feel like that, but I mean, sometimes they're so grateful for the different seasons. Um, and sometimes it is a little rough. But speaking of seasons and chapters and all of that, one of the other questions I had for you previously that I wasn't going to bring up on this interview, but I will bring it up because it is a fun one. <laughs> what would you call this chapter of life that you are in right now? Ooh, I remember I said previously, like, we'll give you a little bit of the exclusive interview, but previously, I, said, <laughs> okay. I think <laughs> I think I said the beginning, but now I am going to say this chapter is the new discovery. 
Ooh. Probably sounds the same. <laughs> no, that sounds like way the better. <laughs> what are you discovering? Man, I would just say discovering how I can serve more. Of course, who I am in Christ, but discovering how I'm using my gifts and my skill sets to really be a blessing to serve others more. Because I would say, if I can remember, if I can count, I th- I've always hear and heard people speak life into the things that I do with my personality and my gifts and my skill sets. Like you do this so naturally, um, things with marketing and just connecting with people and speaking. And um, I think I didn't want to own that, but now I'm newly discovering how I can use my gifts to um, allow others to use their gifts and give them a platform to, uh, to just get going with their God-given talents and things like that. So yeah, this chapter is the new discovery. Oh, I love it. That's so awesome. And I just wish you like the best of luck as you continue to uncover these things. Like, oh, awesome. Thank you. And Thank obviously, you. like, if the listeners can't already tell, you're just such a beautiful person, like, inside and out. Like, they don't make them like you. <laughs> Thank you. And you know, I'm going to have to ask, what would you call the chapter of this area of your life or this season for yourself? <laughs> I'm going with the same answer as I did on the top secret <laughs> top episode. Interview. Yes. <laughs> um, I forgot how I worded it. What did I say? Like, the sun is coming out. Yeah. I, yes, think I remember. The sun, this chapter of my life is called The Sun is Coming Out because it's definitely been a little cloudy out. Um, just transitioning from being in school and being a student and having that like built-in structure to like to the working world and just like other um stuff that's been going on in my life and trying to reestablish that structure and order and just peace I guess you could say but um I really feel like 22 and 2019 is going to be um an awesome year for me like I honestly even though um the past few months have been a little rough for me. Like when I look back at all I accomplished at the age of 21, like I, it is pretty awesome. Like I can't even downplay it. Go so I'm it. so excited to Don't downplay it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited to continue that into, um, to, I almost said 2022. Whew, mixing things up here <laughs> into 2019. Um, I just have some really big goals and I'm really excited and things are definitely looking up so the sun is coming out (laughs) i love that all right well i think we're good here is there anything you would like to add before we wrap up just thank you thank you for inviting me to your space to your podcast to just share um i am so honored that i'm the first guest that you interviewed and (laughs) Times two, <laughs> because we got <laughs> top secret interview from previous days before. But um, thank you so much for letting me be part of the Get Up 10 family. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're so welcome. And thank you for like giving up your time to do this with me. I'm so excited for people to hear this and just like, I hope they soak up some, I feel like there's certain people who are just like sunshine and you are one of them. So I hope people could like soak that up and get some gems from this interview. And I also want to say thank you like a billion times because pretty much there'd be like no get up time without you. <laughs> Cause I remember I had 
I knew I wanted to start my podcast, but I didn't really know what I was doing. And I came to you and you were like on top of things. You sent me like a PDF of like step-by-step instructions on how to set everything up. You sent me like a video and you were like, we were calling back and forth, FaceTiming, trying to figure everything out. And so you would not, I would not be here today if not for you. Like for real, for real. I am so appreciative of you. And also, speaking of podcasts, you have your own podcast, so go ahead and tell the people about what you do with that. I do, and give them ten was still going to come. I, I know it is because you you, <laughs> you want to do something, you're going to do it. I just gave you the tools, and you you work with the tools. But it was my honor to share all that information that I I piled together for you. But yes, I have a podcast. Also, it is called Go Time. So um, it is just about people who push past their fears, do what they got to do because it's go time. Like push those fears to the side, get resources from people and just make it happen. But yeah. Yes, I love that. It's go time. And that's really what Get Up Done and every episode is about that I also do. Like it's go time. It's time to get it done. And now I feel like it's time for me to go back to sleep. No, but different seasons, (laughs) (laughs) right? No, but your energy definitely like made this interview a breeze. So I'm so thankful for that. Oh, thank you, thank you, Ginger. Thank you. Honestly, like I think this is a not a little more than a little, like a lot better than the top (laughs) secret episode. So you know, the people are really getting their money's worth here. They are. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well. Again, thank you for being a part of Get Up 10 Podcast. Appreciate you so much. And I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. And I'm so excited to continue to hear about this chapter of the new discovery.